As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, test, test. Budweiser beer bottles bandied about bounce bigly by banking barley beneath their billions of bursting bubbles. Budweiser beer bottles bandied about bounce bigly by banking barely. Nope. By banking barley beneath their billions of bursting bubbles. Okay. The microphone seems to be working. My mouth less so, but we're through it. We're through the uh, introduction. Uh, it is 2.58 p.m., on a Tuesday, getting ready to meet with my client, Richard Drummond. Uh, Richard Drummond is a, a PI working on a, a big case that I think has got him a little stumped. Uh, but looking forward to seeing uh, Inspector Drummond. I, I, I think I can call him Inspector. Inspector Drummond, I'm looking forward to seeing him and uh, hearing what's going on with him. Before Inspector Drummond arrives, just a little bit of time with me. What's going on with me? What's going on in my world? You know, it was almost 10 years ago that one of my favorite podcasts debuted for the first time. And this is a podcast by Scott and Scott called You Talking You Too to Me. And I grew up a big fan of U2, just love the band U2. And I was thrilled when my favorite podcaster from Comedy Bang Bang started a spinoff podcast with now my favorite actor from, uh, uh, I almost called it Succession, but it's not called Succession, it's that other word, Severance. Uh, my, and my favorite actor from Severance got together to do a pod just to talk about a band I loved. And I always, always hoped as they went on to future bands, because they started to cover in later seasons, R.E.M., Talking Heads, briefly Huey Lewis in the News, uh, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, of course. I always hoped that one day they would get around to covering my favorite all-time artist, Bruce Springsteen. And just in this last week, my friends... Scott and Scott have released the first episode of the Bruce Springsteen Listen Along podcast. Well, they will go categorically through every single song of Bruce Springsteen and talk about it. My favorite podcasters doing my favorite musician all in the confluence of one week. I am so just grateful and happy. And yet, if I have to hear them say one more negative thing, about the song Lost in the Flood, I will punch them in the throat. Oh, oh, hello. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, Doc. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Drummond, nice to see you. Hi. I is was this, just wondering. Go ahead. Is this a bad time? No, I it's know not we a had bad... this time like scheduled, but you know, even if it was a bad time, I wouldn't tell you. Right? Because it's your time, not my time. It's our it's it's your time. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate hearing that, but uh I feel like I feel like our uh, my time's already coming to an end. No, I'm, I'm worried, Doc. I just I, I is it first of all is it right to call you Inspector Drummond? I was wondering that uh, protocol wise. Is that the tr correct term? I, I I don't have any uh, official licensing. I'm I'm just a private eye, uh, just a regular dick. 
Yeah, I guess there's um mm, not gonna use that phrase. Uh uh I guess there was No, a it's part okay. Of me- my my friends yeah. call me my friends call me Dick Dick on account of my first name being Richard and also the fact that I look so much like that cute little deer animal. Uh the- I think it's actually <laughs> pronounced a deek deek, but okay. I've got some I, dumb friends, Doc. I'm 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 not familiar. I mean, that was already smarter than me. I wasn't familiar with the term deek deek, so you already you already beat me there. Okay, I guess I just want to I want to formalize you more. I want to make you into an inspector for some reason. You you seem so, I don't know, uh, 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 in the loop of that world in a way. You, did you used to work for the police force or was it always private? Me, uh, a dirty cop. No, dirty. Way. Well, I was plenty dirty. Sure, I. I ran with uh, the tough crowd in my childhood, but then I, I turned, I, I lost the love of my life, doc. I, I, I had to turn away from that. I, I, I I thought I could change, but turns out it was too late. I had already gotten too sucked into that underbelly. Well, it's also tough because if you were, if you had the love of your life, when you were a dirty cop, maybe the reason she loved you was because you were dirty. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of a kitchener, uh, a kitchener the egg. That's what they call that phrase, the kitchener the egg. What came first, having a kitchen or having eggs in the kitchen? You know what I mean? It's a great question, Doc. Great question. Maybe, maybe you're the inspector here. Oh, well, since you're we're on the topic of like titles and stuff, I should just go ahead and mention to you now. I'm actually technically not a doctor, by the way. I am a CTWROS. Yeah, tr- sure. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I know I've got. I don't have health insurance, so this is the best I could afford. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 and that, and that's how I usually catch people. If you don't have health insurance, you kind of have to come to me as a last resort. I'm kind of like the, uh, what was that like motel? Is it the last resort motel or something? <laughs> that like last motel at the end of the of the long thing of nothing. Is this like DT to you? You have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like some South American animal to me. Okay. Well, let's get off the topic. I just mean to say you're not technically an inspector. I'm not technically a doctor, but I tell you what, you want to call me doctor a little bit this session. I'll call you inspector a little bit this session. We'll have that give and take of like just overinflating our titles just a little bit as we need to. Okay. Sure. That works for me. I I, I was going to start shrinking your title. Get it? Ah, shrinking. Oh, that's that's funny, Dr. Drummond. I just made you a doctor, which makes no sense. But anyways, that's funny, Dr. Drummond. Thanks. You're welcome. Inspector. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, okay, now uh, listen, I just want to I just want to point out a pattern to you, uh uh Drummond, and that is that I think that's actually I just realized it works perfectly if I just say the last name with no title before it. That's like sure. very PI, isn't it? Drummond. Drummond, get in here. Are are you trying to do impersonate me now? No, cuz that my would voice. be the No, if I was trying to impersonate you, this would be my you. Well, holy shit. That's Pretty good. good. Pretty good, right? Wow, like one it's like talking into a mirror mm-hmm. that can talk back to you. That's right. Which one of us is the ventriloquist and which one of us is the dummy? Oh, my, and my mouth was moving while you were saying that. <laughs> it's confusing, I know. Uh, but no, I was not trying to do an impression of you. Uh, 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 Drummond, what I was going to say, Drummond, is I, I feel like as your therapist, I've noticed a recurring pattern. And you just tell me if I'm wrong. But it does seem like every case you're too old for and that every case is your last case and every God, case is the, the one you're retiring on. But the, but it, I guess I would say it's a metaphysical impossibility that that's the truth. 
Because if every case was your last case, then every case is also the semifinal case because the next case is the last case. Damn. I know, right? That's Yeah, it's it's like I'm just cutting the cases into smaller and smaller pieces, but they never reach zero. Correct. 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 So, you know, maybe just like, I don't know, accept who you are. Right? This is just a who failure. You are. Well, why do you say that? Just because you had a few cases you couldn't solve? I'd, I'd say most of them, especially this one that I'm struggling with right now. I, okay. I felt like it was pretty cut and dry, but it was anything but. Okay. Well, Drummond, walk me through it. I know this can be triggering for you, but just uh, take me to the night of the crime. Well, really, you know, uh, someone who works for the law isn't supposed to share these sorts of details, but I don't. So yeah, I can say tell you, you don't. about it. Yeah, you're an ex-dirty uh, cop. You can spill. Well, of course, you know about the death of that uh, distant Lindbergh relative, right? Uh, old man Luigi Lindbergh. Sure. His, sure. Uh, his dame called me up and told me that she suspected foul play and um, what had otherwise been ruled a suicide. Uh-huh. So I came over to the place and and she was there standing by the fireplace. The body was still warm and there oh, was the, a smoking fireplace? The body was warm from the fireplace or just Presumably at least okay. partially that, yeah. Okay. It was really close to the fireplace. <laughs> okay. And you know, I just can't get over the fact that there were seemed like there was Smoking that there was a gun on the wall posted up above that fireplace and it and it was smoking. Okay. Maybe that was just the fire, but that seemed peculiar to me. And it it is it is it is strange how fast they ruled suicide considering they didn't clear out the body or the gun. They they yeah, they just left it all there. (laughs) Suicide, not our problem. They wrapped that up really quick. We'll leave it up to old Dick Dick coming in next. I guess they did. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a PI, not a coroner. Yeah, sure. I'm, and you do, I do love that novelty t shirt that you have that says that. You've got to wear something, don't I? You do. You do. Um, Okay. It it wasn't just the gun, though. There was more. There was, okay. There was also, there was like puddles of water around what looked like a stab wound. And I was just like, you know, we're here next to this hot fire. Why is he so wet? So there was a, so just to be clear, there's a gunshot wound and a stab wound and he's wet and he's by a fireplace, but he's warm. Was the water, no, the water was warm or the water was kind of chilled? The water was chilled, but as if it had been cold previously and it warmed okay. up rapidly. Okay. And And curiously, we couldn't find puncturing weapon anywhere okay 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 drummond are you familiar with riddles i think i've heard of that not you've you've heard of the concept of riddles i know about deke deke's novelty t-shirts and riddles yeah Mm. that was my favorite deke 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 comic was the riddler (laughs) oh i see what you did yeah yeah. like dc no 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 deke deke i think it's oh okay deke deke like batman and superman deke deke Detective Comics, yeah. I think it's something. I think it's pronounced Deek Deek, though. Anyways, uh, but yeah, Deek Deek Comics with the Riddler. Well, I just mean to say that this sounds a little bit like a very famous riddle, Drummond. How do you mean? 
Well, uh, there, there, there's a there's a riddle of, you know, there's a person who supposedly committed suicide and they're I think I think in this one they're hanging. Perhaps maybe that's or maybe I, I guess there's different versions of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, somebody is by themselves in a room and it appears to be a suicide. But there's a puddle on the floor. And how did they die or whatever? And it turns out, I believe it was like a, a blade made of ice. Or in the hanging version, it, uh, he was standing on a block of ice that melted or something along those lines. Now, that's an idea. And the other thing about riddles, and this is a famous riddle fact, uh, it's always a woman. Oh my God, that because, because that did the rip that? That's it. That the doctor was a woman. That's the famous solve to all riddles. The answer to every riddle is the doctor's a woman. So, this woman who hired you is it possible she's a doctor, and is it possible she murdered her own husband or spouse or partner? I don't know about a doctor, but. God, does she have eyes that can cure the deepest darkness in my soul? Okay, Drummond, that's unhealthy. <laughs> she was standing next to that fireplace in that nightgown. Oh. All I could think is I've never seen something more beautiful than my Lana. Drummond, oh. I think this is, I, I, again, I, I hate to c- c- constantly point out recurring patterns, but I do feel like you fall in love with anybody who hires you. I think it's just like I think it's just purely she's paying you money to be there, and like maybe you've just turned on your like lovey eyes because of that. Could you see that as a possibility, Drummond? Sort of like a a reverse of that issue that I have where I hit on all of the baristas. <laughs> I just think that because because they're being nice, that they're flirting with me. I think so. Well, but I it's mean, just their job. I mean, well, let's li- let's list the last three major loves of your life, shall we, Drummond? There was I'm- Laura. Laura, yeah, Laura, and 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 you met her when she, oh, when, yeah, when she hired me to figure yeah. out how that blimp exploded. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, and then there was still a puzzler that one too. I couldn't figure the it out. blimp explosion. I don't know. It sounded an awful lot like the bomber did it to me. The bomber? You think so? <laughs> yeah, the blimp God. bomber. I always, from right from the beginning, I thought I bet that's the blimp bomber who blew up that blimp. But you were it's just crazy to me because you know that thing was full of hydrogen. You would yeah. think that much hydrogen when it blew out would blow out any flame. But yeah. not um, this one. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm more of a math guy than a science guy. I can't really speak to that. Anyways, the uh, point is you fell in love with Laura, and Laura was mostly just paying you to solve that blimp explosion. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, okay, and then before that, there was of course Gloria, and oh, you met Gloria. Gloria when, dear heaven above, did she have legs that went on for years? Most people say days, but me, I say years. Well, this this also Gloria had, I, I believe, a medical issue. Like her legs were she was medically. Tall. She was she really was, tall. I know, but she had like minute bowl disease. You know what I mean? She was like she was she was tall in a way that made people worried about her safety. Yeah, I was worried about her safety, especially after that orangutan crawled into her husband's room and strangled him to death. Or at least I assume it was an orangutan. Maybe it's a snake, actually. Still didn't solve that one either, actually. I know. And I kept telling you, I really think in the case of a spouse being murdered, you got to look at the spouse first. I really think Gloria had bought an orangutan costume and a snake costume and was confusing you. I just want to point that out again, Drama. I think Gloria pulled the wool over your eyes and did, and uh, I believe she escaped to Mexico or something like that. That's right. Yeah, of course. They all do. 
they all well, escaped to some other country. I suppose. I guess. I guess. I mean to say, if they really weren't at fault, then they shouldn't escape. They should be able to stay where they are. Just as a possibility, Drummond. Okay. Well, so then we this had... is this all. This all points to the fact that Jessica, that my current the per- yes, current Jessica. person who's hired me, yes, Jessica, uh, that she has to be innocent because she's not trying to flee anywhere. That's true. She's she's standing her ground. Oh wait, is she in Florida? No, this is sorry. This takes place here in the city. Okay, thank God. Okay, all right. Okay, so she she uh, she's standing her ground in a healthy way because she's not in Florida. Okay. Um, wait, wait no, your your name's Heron, right? Yeah, Heron. H e r r i n. You know what's you know what's queer is that she was holding a a fish by a similar. A herring, 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 yeah, herring with a G. I'm yeah, exactly. She was holding one. Okay, she was holding a big fish. Now that, now that is curious. That is a weird thing to be holding by a fireplace. It was redder than a baboon's ass. A red herring. Okay. Um. Well, hmm. I wonder what a red herring could mean in a detective context. It's just, it's, it's curious. Do you think she's into me? Into you. Yeah. Do you think maybe like maybe that would be a healthy way to get you off this like falling in love with the people who hire you train? Maybe you set her up with me, right? No, I don't know about that. Me and Jessica shooting the shit? I, I feel like I've already, you know, done so much to done so much work on myself to, you know, mm-hmm. stop hitting on all those baristas. I, mm-hmm. I make my coffee at home now. That's good. You do Just hit like on the mirror, said. though, from what I've heard. God, is that a good-looking reflection? Drummond, he's I have got... to say again. It is you in that reflection. I just have to say it again, Drummond. But go ahead. Yes, he's got what? He's got He's got something troubling inside of him. Oh. That's interesting. Something that no woman could ever truly love besides I Lana. I don't know about that. I, I would love for you to talk more positively about yourself. I would love for you to be able to look in, in the mirror and give yourself a positive affirmation. What if you looked at you the mirror and you said to yourself, "Wow, he's got the riz." He's got the riz. The riz. Oh, the, the riz. riz. I thought you yeah. were making like a short for for rid riz, for riddles. Riddlers. No, no. Yeah. No. Uh, well, that that's actually a good like company like under your business card, Richard Drummond. He solves the riz. But no, I was trying to make you a cool, young, happening kid and say that you got the riz. Yeah, but can I ever be a cool, young, happening kid when I'm just an old, washed-up dick? Well, I also want to come back to this, Drummond. You're 48. Yeah, I mean, I just average say- life expectancy for most PIs. But can't, I mean, I don't have the numbers on this, but can't be more than 48. Now, see, I would have thought like the starting age of a PI was 48 because it's mostly a career that people arrive later in life after they've done other things is how I feel about it. Fair so point. I would, yeah, that's a good point. I would think you'd be a youthful PI, if anything. I know you kind of identify as older, and that's, I mean, good for you. But I, I just to me, to me, you're not as old as you could be. A youthful and you got PI. the Riz. Yeah, a youthful PI with the Riz. Youthful PI with the Riz. So you're saying maybe take a spin on my whole career. Maybe only solve child-based crimes. Well, that would be really complicated with your whole falling in love with the people who hire you aspect. Especially Um, because how would they pay me? 
that so i mean that you could work its way out i mean you have like uh, lemonade stands or whatever or they pay you an information like uh like that game of thrones guy who had all the children whisper for him or whatever the spider yeah varies that's it yeah you know your game of thrones oh Uh, sure i love those books never seen the show okay that makes more sense because it does surprise me that a pi of your age would be a game of thrones fan but i guess you like the books that makes sense do you read detective novels or is that too close to what you do Mostly audiobooks for me, but oh. uh, no, I wouldn't say I can't can't stand speculative fiction. Sure. Of which detective novels are a subgenre, I believe. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Unless like, I guess you could get like a, a a historical detective novel like Killing Lincoln or something. That's sort of a detective novel, but in a historically accurate way. Not the one by that Fox News commentator. <laughs> No, I don't think Bill so. O'Reilly. Oh, well, maybe, maybe actually. No, well, I mean, Bill O'Reilly did do a Lincoln book, but I think there was another. Well, I'm not pro Bill O'Reilly books, just to put that out there. But there, there was a biographer who did a lot of those like deep dives of of historical figures. That's not a Fox News guy, and I always mix up the titles. Doesn't matter. Uh, Drummond, we're getting too far away. Let's go back to me getting a date with Jessica. I think that's what you were primarily here for. And I just want to focus in on that again. I mean, think of it like this. I mean, you're already kind of somewhat being lightly cuckolded by me, by me solving all your cases for you. Wouldn't you admit that? I I mean, I got to admit, I certainly haven't solved them. Yeah. You come in here with a case, you explain it to me. And I often very quickly go like, well, it sounds like the husband or the wife or the spouse did it. Or it sounds like in, in the case of the uh, Zeppelin bombing that the Zeppelin bomber did it. Uh, So, you know, in that sort of sense, you've already kind of outsourced the fun part of your job to me. And I've kind of cuckolded you that way. So why don't I just go ahead and cuckold you with your client too? Just go ahead and set me up with a nice date with Jessica, you know, and then, you know, you're, you're, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like uh, uh, operating you like the dummy I was when I was doing your voice. But Doc, don't you think that if it really is Jessica that killed old Luigi Lindbergh, Mm -hmm. don't you think she's just going to kill you too? Eh, Not if I kill her first. That's the Whoa, Doc. I know, right? You ever seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? (laughs) No, again, I'm not a big television or film mostly audiobooks you didn't read the novelization of the angelina jolie brad pitt version of mr and mrs smith sounds like speculative fiction to me Eh, you know actually now that i think about it i think i think fantasy is a subgenre of speculative fiction as well i I think it's like sci-fi and detective and so maybe i shouldn't be listening to these game of thrones but anyway i mean speculative fiction to me just means it's not historical fiction that's the only difference to me right uh uh historical fiction is fiction based on historical events, but you're like tweaking some things. That would be like Abraham Lincoln, vampire slayer (laughs) is historical fiction, I guess. Uh, Whereas speculative fiction would be entirely. Yeah. Fantasy. You're right. Anyways, I'm glad we went down that rabbit hole. Um, uh, uh, So if I took over your life, if I was dating Jessica, if I was solving your crimes, right, maybe that would make you feel a little younger. You wouldn't feel so over it all the time. You wouldn't feel so stuck. Right. You you just you you can you can you can go on a duck boat ride in the middle of the day. You can um you can uh, uh stay in that mirror a little longer and talk to yourself longer and more. You could go see a movie. You could go catch these things that we've been talking about, right? If I I, I mean that sounds compelling, but Doc, if, if you're gonna become me, am am I gonna become 
That's C-T-W-R-O-S. Oh, God, no. You're not a creative thinker who can rent office space. Hardly. No. You would become uh, basically nothing. Almost nothing. You would become like... Uh, Oh, like like when a television can't get access to a channel, it just goes like those colored bars and a loud screech noise. That would be you. I mean, that the, when you put it that way, that almost feels crazy not to say right. yes. Right. And in the meantime, I'm on a spicy date with somebody who might murder me, and I might murder them. And the the tension that we feel back and forth would be palpable. Spi- spicy. 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 You that know, unlock a clue. That's for interesting, Doc. You're also at the suicide spot. I think that's what it's called. Location. <laughs> There's got to um, be a better name for it than that. But uh, sure. Yeah. The scene yeah. of the crime. We'll, we'll there we go. It. Scene of the crime. Uh, it was on the tip of my tongue of Luigi <laughs> Limburg. There, there was. There were two chalices. Chalices. They both had wine in them. And the toxicology report came back saying that the the one that still had wine in it was poisoned. Now that's fascinating. But the other one was empty. Okay, so the toxicology report on the empty cup came back empty? Well, there was nothing to to like... Okay, right. They couldn't like... I've only got one guy down at the lab. He's Uh not very good. Uh Uh-huh. Also, immediately, I would put him on the suspect list, by the way. Just one guy alone in a lab, I'm like, that guy's a suspect, right? Uh, spoiler alert, but the original Sherlock had a little bit of a similar plot line to that. Not the original Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock had a little bit of a plot line like that. Um, okay. Um, well, um, uh, uh, that's. Cu- I mean, it's just very curious that they would rule suicide and then do a toxicology report on the cu- I mean, there's just a lot of, like, feels like the, well... It just feels like the police are getting worse and worse at their jobs. I know uh, we're always saying that, but it really we're feels always. true in these moments. A cab, am I right? A cab, A cab, A C, A B. Um, uh, but uh, it, it, there's almost no point to stabbing somebody to death who you also shot and then poisoned. There's almost no point to it. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like a very Agatha Christie type of answer. And, and I know that you read some speculative fiction. Have you read – you haven't done any of the Agatha Christie novels, have you? I've read biographies of Agatha Christie. Okay. <laughs> biographies about Agatha. So like when Agatha was younger, she picked up a pen and started writing. That's kind of stuff you read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Murders then, she wrote, I think. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, well, you know – there is one Agatha Christie plot that was – I won't say which one, so it's technically not a spoiler. But there was something about somebody was murdered in a very peculiar way where it seemed like there were multiple entry wounds that could have killed them, and it turned out that everybody was to blame. Every single person killed that person in their own way. So maybe with this uh, uh, older Lindbergh baby, as I like to call Luigi, because uh, he's older now, but he, he's a Lindbergh baby. He was a Lindbergh baby at one point. At one uh, point, yeah. Yeah, so this older Lindbergh baby uh, was uh, uh, perhaps being uh, uh, killed in multiple ways because he aggrieved multiple people. And so perhaps the wife was one of those deaths, but perhaps there are other culprits. Maybe this person down at the lab who ran the toxicology report, maybe maybe that person down at the lab was on the original Lindbergh baby case back in the day and never solved it. And so there's a bit of a grudge, right? So that's, that's a possible second uh, perpetrator. And then I would just throw in the, the third perpetrator, the Riddler. 
he does seem to always be involved in all of these one way or another. And it's a very riddly way to die based on the whole puddle situation, right? And even the cups and the chalices. Although, you know what? That could also be Wallace. Oh, hang on. I'm going to think of his name. Wallace Sheen? Was that what, Princess Bride guy? Yeah, what is his name? It's something. It's, it's Wallace is involved somehow, some way. Maybe Wallace is the last name. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Wallace. I want to say Wallace Gromit, but I'm thinking of Wallace and Gromit, which is another different thing. Yeah, this is a mystery aye, aye, aye. that's going to drive me crazy. It's it's I, I Wallace Sean. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I Wallace Sean. I, I think it's case like closed. That. Okay. We did it, Doc. Okay. Well, it, well, yeah. So he's another. Yeah, he, he's another. I think he could be the fourth prong of this of this murder fork, shall we say? Oh, okay. So that case isn't closed. We well, just I'm figured so- out his name was Wallace Sean. Yes, well, but what I'm saying is I think he's the fourth prong of this murder. I think Wallace Shawn is clearly the chalices, right? Uh, the wife who calls you over is clearly at least a part of covering up the body by putting it so close to the fireplace, right? The the riddle puddle is definitely going to be the Riddler, right? And then the guy at the lab probably did the shooting. The smoking gun. Smoking gun, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. And just to be clear, the, the gun the gun had smoke coming out of it because that also might not have been the gun. That might have been like a a, a novelty prop. It was a little unclear, frankly, because it uh, it uh, it was above the fireplace, like it wasn't well ventilated. So the smoke could have been from the fireplace, but kind of angled itself towards sort of like the gun. Yeah, going okay. towards the gun. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Interesting. But that's so strange, you know. The, my guy down at the lab, he's he's also my veterinarian, Doc Chekhov. Uh, I, I I don't know. I can't see how he would be involved in this. Doc Chekhov. Well, I really thought you were going to say Doctor Xavier Tillman for a second. That's a, a guy I know from a different uh, world. Um, uh, he's a veterinarian on a small island. I know. Um, uh, anyways, uh, uh, Doc Chekhov. Yeah, Doc Chekhov does sound like a possible suspect. Hmm. Is there any? Ch- Did you happen to find this gun in like? And forgive me for phrasing it like this. Did you happen to find this gun not at the murder scene, but actually maybe in the first act of your life? That's interesting. You say that it it did look like. God, I I don't want this getting out, but uh, it did look like a a lot like my service revolver that I used really? back when I was a dirty cop. Oh my god! To be clear, I never used it. I of course, ne- I never fired it. Of course, you were a dirty cop, so you were planting it on other people that That's you right, had murdered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah, I remember those days. You were you were a dirty cop. You had your service revolver. You'd always hang it on the wall in your apartment with your three sisters. Hedda, I believe, was one of your sisters. Um, anyways, uh, um, okay. Well, this is not good, Drummond. This is not good because if it was your service revolver found at the scene. And this could be somehow, some way, this could be long-term set up to implicate you. Even though maybe maybe even they told you it was ruled as a suicide to to point the fingers away from you being a suspect. But actually, you're being framed for something right now that's by Dr. A, Chekhov. That's wild. And, you know, when you say that, it's reminding me too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, how, could I, how could I have missed this? It, the gun was pointing to a framed picture of me. Oh no! In the room. Why was? Why did they oh, have a no. picture of me? That is. I don't curious. know these people. That is curious. And you're sure it wasn't a framed mirror? 
because you do have your confusion with your mirrors. That's a good point. I should have inspected it a little bit closer. Yeah, okay. Maybe I can return to the scene of the crime. Well, not if you're a suspect. If you're a suspect, going back to the scene of that crime would put you in danger. This is why, again, I think I need to go over there with a nice date with Jessica, just me and Jessica by the fireplace. You can watch from afar. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we Cyrano this thing a little bit, too, which also might be speculative fiction. Yeah, a stakeout of sorts, right? Uh, uh, You give me an earpiece. You, you, You give me a wire or something, and I go in. And I have, I have, obviously I have sex with Jessica. Let's just get that out of the way. Jessica and I make love, right? Uh, but uh, uh, hopefully in a way that she doesn't find my wire. So I'll just, I'll tell her I'm really into, uh, uh, what's that category of pornography that's like clothed man, naked female? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Again, Doc, I don't watch anything that's uh, filmed in any way. That's right. That's right. You 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 read your pornography. I read my pornography. Yeah, yeah, at least problematic of the points. That's true. That's true. And if anything, you would have thought that you and your Starbucks barista could have connected over that. Uh, but I guess you you were really started on the wrong foot by flirting with them uh, after you ordered the coffee. Anyways, um, uh, I'll find a way in which I can sleep with Jessica and perhaps extract some information with, from her while you're on a wire, and you can feed me information about the case. You Maybe like a nice questions. dinner. That a could night? be a pretense. Maybe a nice dinner, like you bring over some steaks, a steak in while I steak out. There you go. Okay. Uh, I, I I like this. I show up with some steaks. Hey, ma'am, I heard you're grieving. Here's some steaks. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a Shiva sort of thing. I don't know if she's Jewish. And I don't know the Lindbergh. Lindbergh, I guess, could be a Jewish family. Um, so I think it could work. I think if, I think if they were sitting Shiva, then the mirrors would be covered. True. So that means it must have been a photo of you. Wow. Now we're really cracking some case, Drummond. Good oh, job. I mean, it's Drummond. also it, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I. You know what? I'm honestly feeling better about myself because of this. Because like knowing about you know Jewish cultural traditions is really progressive for a PI. I have to admit, a 48 yeah. year old PI knowing that stuff is really impressive. You should give yourself a pat on the back. Thank uh, you. As, yeah, I mean, in the same sense, unpat yourself on the back for having been a dirty cop. <laughs> but um, sure, yeah, that was but, but, problematic you know, to say the least. Yes, but reformation is good, and like you're the person you are now, not the person you used to be, right? Uh, so, but speaking good, of reformation, maybe sure. she's maybe the reformed Jewish family. They wouldn't adhere to all of the Jewish cultural codes. Yeah. Also, they might not be Jewish. I honestly yes, don't know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. look into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think there's no way to know. If you call a family that no longer observes Judaism reformed, I think that could also be problematic in its own ways. Uh, I know that's not how you meant it, but that's just how it sounds when somebody hears it that way, potentially, right? Okay, well, listen, uh, put it like this. I, I, I'm, look, I'm, a, I'm a PI, not a rabbi. <laughs> that's good. Another one of my shirts. I was going to say, that's uh, one of your other novelty shirts, right? That's one of your better ones, too. Well, put it like this, Drummond. We'll find out one way or another, because uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm uncircumcised. So uh, we'll know just when we get down to the sex part of it, we'll know based on her reaction to my uncircumcised penis where she falls on the Judaism spectrum, I would think, right? Oh, also, because I'm uncircumcised, that might be a good place to hide the wire. There you go. Foreskin. Forward thinking. For thinking, I agree. Okay, all right. Okay, so I, I'm gonna go. I'm essentially gonna go undercover for you under Jessica Lindbergh's covers, and, and we're gonna get to the bottom of. It. I'm feeling good about this, but 
if she has a photograph of you, if there's a photograph of you there, I think it's safe assume that you are involved somehow. You might want to just reflect on your connections to the Lindbergh family from over the years, from your time as a dirty cop. See if anything gets unearthed. You know what actually might be helpful for that, Drummond? What if I do what we always do at this moment? What if I led you through a guided meditation? And during that guided meditation, see if we unlock any of your unconscious and see if we get any recovered memories. Uh, perhaps you even were Jewish at one point, right? I tell you, you're shaking, only one way to find out. You're shaking your head no as if that couldn't be a possibility. But but yeah, you're right. There's only one way to find out, and that's to lead you through a guided meditation and perhaps show you my penis as well. We'll see if we get to that far. Uh, okay, Drummond. Uh, just so you know, uh, this meditation – uh, actually, this meditation c- came to me uh, when I was watching primetime television. Isn't that a fun time to come up with a, a meditation when you're watching primetime television? Primetime? Primetime television, you know, like uh, 7 to 11 p.m. on a weeknight. So you're saying it with an M, not with prime, an N. Prime, prime, I, no, I believe I'm saying it correctly. Primetime television. Primetime television. Yeah, prime time television uh that's just when the meditation came to me that's the only reason you need to know that oh okay Uh, i thought i needed to repeat it sorry no it's okay to repeat it Uh, i suppose it it will give you insights as to the origin of this meditation but that's really all it will do uh and uh uh drummond i almost called you hammond i don't know why i want to call you hammond was there a famous detective hammond not that i would know of hammond maybe it was a video game detective or something anyways you're drummond that's the important part uh, Drummond, if you would, please listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three, two, one. Drummond, tis summer. The old folks are gay. Well, the corn tops ripe and the meadows in the bloom. While the birds make music all the day. Weep no more, my lady. Oh, weep no more today. Well, the young folks roll around the cabin floor. They're merry, all happy and bright. And by and by, the hard times will come a-knockin' at your door. Good night. Weep no more, my lady. No, weep no more today. And we're coming out of the meditation now, Drummond. And three, two, and one. And you're back with me. How are you feeling? How was that? God, it, it was all my fault. Was it? Oh, no. Tell me. Tell me more, Drummond. How was it all Lana. your fault? What happened? Lana, my, my original love. Yes, the original wife, I remember. She was my sergeant. No. Dating in the office place? That's a no-no. That's why I was. That's what made me such a dirty cop. Oh my! I was god. sleeping with the sergeant. Oh my god! You were sleeping your way to the top of the office. God, what an idiot I was! You were dirty in a sexual way, not dirty in a corrupt way. Now it all makes so much sense. Oh my god! Your service revolver—that could have also been your penis. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it. But I—I I never fired it. I swear. You never fired it. I never fired. Oh my God, Drummond! I want you to answer this question very slowly and very carefully because it may not make sense. But when you came to the crime scene, did you find at the top of that fireplace your smoking penis detached from your body? 
Is it possible that what you saw wasn't a gun, not a revolver, but your own penis that had been cut off from your body? Is your penis attached to you right now, Drummond? Are you sure? Do you know where it is? I mean, it feels it feels like it. Um... Oh, God. If the solution to this whole crime the whole time was dick, dick, dick. Jesus Christ, it goes all the way to the top. It all comes down bottom. to dick, dick's dick. I don't know. It depends on, I guess it depends on how large you are, friend. <laughs> if, if your dick reaches the bottom of your feet, then good for you. But it could also be erect enough to reach to your top. I can't speak to your 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 penis experience, but man, I think th- I think this could be it. I And so, Jessica, does that mean that she is your wife or is related to your wife or is your wife's long, long lost sister or... or I'm just trying to piece it together. What would Jessica's role be in this if she has access to your penis and if she murdered your husband? You know, that's a, that's a great question. Now that I think about it, she when I came into the house, she she did say, "Oh, I, I said, you know, I, I trying to be formal and everything." I was like, uh, "Mrs. Lim- Widow Limberg." Um, maybe that was insensitive of me, but uh, she was like, "No, no, please call me Lana." Oh my God! Why would she say that? Unless her name, unless was that. she, unless that so, was her name. So why now? My only question is why did she give you the name Jessica in the first place? That's what I. Maybe that's. Hmm. I could. It's possible I could have gotten my files mixed up again. Oh, interesting. Well, let's take. You a, know, I'm always doing that. You're just kind of jostling back and forth between multiple cases at the same <clears throat> time. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have a case with Alana coming up that you thought you had to solve? Well, I mean, the the mystery of my lost love. I mean, that's been the the case right. of my life. But that my sergeant's a, name was Lana. That wouldn't be a Jessica case. Your sergeant's name was Lana. Okay, all right. Well, this has been very confusing, but yeah, I think I think at the end of the day. It's as simple as your ex-wife married an adult Limburg baby to get long-term revenge on you by cutting off your own penis and blaming your penis on the crime by putting your penis next to a framed photo of yourself and then calling over inspectors to call it a suicide, knowing that Dr. Chekhov was on the take and that Dr. Chekhov would play, plan a fake gun there as well, and that Dr. Chekhov was the only person who works at the lab and is also the veterinarian, so has access to animal parts. Animal parts! The orangutan! The snake! Dr. Chekhov! <laughs> Dr. Chekhov at the vet did, did the crime with your other love. Was that Gloria, I think? Or that was either Gloria or Laura. I forget which one was which. I think that yeah. was Gloria. Christ, it's it's all connected. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lana, wasn't Lana's maiden name Chekhov? Wasn't she Lana Chekhov? It's your father-in-law. Your father-in-law, <laughs> Dr. Chekhov. My father-in-law is my veterinarian? <laughs> The biggest reveal of all. Your father-in-law is your veterinarian. My God. This is this is some this is some DD level stuff. Some dick dick level stuff. This is some dick dick level stuff. Oh my God, Drummond. Wow. What what a case. What a case. I'm still probably gonna sleep with your ex-wife if that's cool, because I could use Sure, of course. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Sounds like plenty of people are. Yeah, it does sound that way. But you know what? Uh, no judgment here, right? I mean, we're we're beyond the age where we we would uh, uh discredit a woman for sleeping around. Good for her. I'm not married to her anymore. Yeah, exactly. She can do whatever she wants, minus the murder. I think it'd be great if she cut back on the murder a little bit. But uh, but other than that, it sounds like she's doing great. Oh wow, poor Lindbergh just I guess caught in the crossfire. Just a a, a total pawn 
just like just like he was when he was a baby, I suppose. Um, oh, you know, wow. it's it's funny you you mentioned that a pawn. There was a chess game set up in the corner of the room. Grumman, I don't know if I have the capacity in me for any more revelations. Are you sure this is leading to something? Well, there was just a note on there that said, hey, it's me, uh, Luigi Limburg. I definitely did it and not my wife, Lana. I mean, Jessica. Or your father-in-law. I mean, the veterinarian. Chekhov. Damn it. That's pretty solid evidence that it was suicide. Ah, yeah. maybe we're wrong. You know, sometimes you can jump to conclusions and sometimes it's just a suicide. Eh, too bad. Shame. Shame that. Total shame. Ah, well, what are you going to do? Oh, I well, guess, uh, yeah. yeah, just uh, go to therapy. <laughs> Tell people to go to therapy. That's all you can do. All right, Drummond. Well, uh, I'm glad you feel better about your case. Please come in next week. Just remember that whatever case you get next, you're not too old for it. It's not your last one. This is just your life. This is just how you operate now. Okay, buddy? Sounds great. And yeah, I'll, uh, I guess I'll see you at, um, through the window at the, yeah, yeah, at the stake, at the stake in stake out. And, yeah. Am I getting billed for that? Is that, is oh, that yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll bill you I for figured. the stakes too. I can't afford a stake on my own. Are you, what are you kidding me? Of course. Me? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think the, uh, it'll be high stakes for that stake in stake out, right? To know that that's actually your wife and to know that she uh, actually has nothing to do with the murder now because it was a suicide. But still, I'm going to sleep with your ex wife in front of you, and that's pretty hot. A lot of confusing emotions here. I feel like I'm looking into a dark reflection of my future. Hey, but we, we, we've we been working on that, friend. That's and true, you, yeah. And when you no, look at that dark reflection of yourself, what are you going to say? You've got the rids. <laughs> That's right. That sounds vaguely like a new STD, but um, but yeah, sure. You got the riz uh, uh, instead of the rids, I think would be perfect. All right, Drummond. Great seeing you, friend. I look forward to seeing you next week. Hey, nice hat, by Thanks. the way. Thanks, Doc. Yeah. Uh, case closed, I guess. Case closed. All right. Wow. Drummond. It's always a new revelation with Drummond. I feel like I just get so excited to make the connections for myself of all the different ways and different things that, that could be possible there. You know, it's like uh, I, I'm able to go deep on the Drummond cases like I'm able to go deep on my knowledge of Bruce Springsteen. And in both cases, I'm the one who knows everything about that situation. Anybody else who makes an assumption about Bruce Springsteen or Drummond's cases is 100% wrong. And I will slap them in the face. Quick note to sell. Oh, I've had a friend since all the way back in 2013 before I did comedy. His name is Cameron Lindsay, and he's now doing all sorts of fantastic comedy, including Laugh Masters. At Laugh Masters Show on Instagram, a fantastic parody of Taskmasters. They just had their first debut live show just a couple weeks back. They're about to post all the videos from that live show, which are going to be really cool to check out. And they're going to do another one in about six months or so. It's very exciting. It's, I think, the coolest new live show in New York City. And you can stream it all over the world. But Cameron is also the fantastic podcast host of Everyone's Better Than Me at Everyone's Better Than Me Pod on Instagram. That's a really fun show where Cameron learns something from his guests every single week. I've done that show if you're looking for a gateway. I want to thank everybody again for supporting my live show's return. The Ian Heron Improv Hour is back, and we got dates the next couple of months. 
including Saturday, September 23rd, 10.30 p.m. at the Magnet Theater, and Sunday, October 22nd, 9 p.m., right back at the Magnet Theater. This is the best show I do, and I have all sorts of stacked indie teams booked in addition to all my special guests from Woodstock. If you haven't seen an Ian Heron Improv Hour yet, I promise you'll have a good time. Saturday, September 23rd, 10.30 p.m., the late Ian Heron Improv Hour, or Sunday, October 22nd, 9 p.m., the regular slotted Ian Heron Improv Hour, only at the Magnet Theater. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ERHarland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes a wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Thanks to Nick Rockwell, our new producer, helping us out. Be sure you follow at SigmundFraudPod if you want to see behind-the-scenes photos of me and some of my clients, which shouldn't get out there. I need to shut that account down somehow. Okay, Ian, there's a very, you know, sensitive death case that's going on in this session, so let's make sure that this absolutely stays private. But tell you what, before I do that, let me just quickly peruse Chow now, see if I can find a really good stake so that I can stake in with Jessica while Hammond stakes me out in a high-stake situation.